0: Hey, 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 everybody! Welcome back, Rifles Only Accuracy Podcast. Back with you again after a two-month hiatus uh, over the holidays. Here we still got New Year's coming up, but uh, again, I'm here with Dave. How you doing, Dave?
1: Hey, doing pretty good. Really busy lately, but uh, you know, we've we finally got some time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear it. Well, it doesn't seem like it. It seems like every time I, I wake up and say, "Hey, this is going to be a slow day," it turns out not to be a slow day.
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. no. Every uh, it's it's I, I'm I'm packed. I'm busy.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, I said I thought I was going to be there. That my pantry, my shelves collapsed in my pantry, so I had to go and oh, rebuild no. all of those this morning. Yeah, so I had to go down to Lowe's and get all the all the material and then go back and build it. And so now the my living room looks like uh, a tornado went through it because all the pantry stuff is just laid on every flat surface in the house.
1: Well, uh. Uh, that's the way I it's I gonna look for a while, out, though.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, no, no, I got it done. I got it done. I'm, I'm gonna throw it all back in there, even if I have to put up like cargo nets or something <laughs> just to hold it in place. <laughs> That'll work out. It will work out. Well, um, I hope you've been doing well. It's been, uh, it's been, you know, kind of a, a trying holidays for me, but everything seems to be getting on the on the on the up and up. But the first thing I wanted to do with your uh, with your permission is to get started on some of the emails that have come in. Yeah, let's let's roll. All right. Very good. Um, uh, this one is a guy, he says I finally broke down and ordered a voodoo barreled action. He's putting it in an MDT chassis and he's narrowed the scopes down to either a Leupold Mark five, five to 25 or a Vortex Gen two Razor 4.5 to 27. He says to me, the glass is about the same clicks on, and turrets are better on the Vortex and an illuminated reticle. The Leupold had more travel and was lighter. Um, I have both of these scopes. I have mm-hmm. uh, six, of, six of the little poles, and then I've got one of the vortex. Uh, I got the vortex on my uh, my old Accuracy International AW, and I had it on there for a long time, and I was completely happy with that scope. I mean, it's just it was it was absolutely incredible scope. It always has been, and it still is. Yeah, you know, it's, it's still tank. performing. Yeah. yeah, it's a tank. You know, it really is a tank. Um, and he's right. You know, it's got really good. You know, really good. Uh, you know, turrets, and the click adjustments are real positive, and everything else. Um, but I have been using the loophole lately, the Mark five, the exact one he's talking about the five to 25 and the one I have on my hunting gun actually is an illuminated, is an illuminated model. And so, um, that's, the that's the one that I, we'll talk about in a little bit. I, I went on some hunts recently mm-hmm. and, and I used that scope on it. It is illuminated, but at any rate, I wanted to kind of look at, you know, some of the, some of the different things about the scopes. Um, one is going to be price. Um, now again, on the street and used and you know different ways that you can go about purchasing these scopes. It seems to me that it looks it looks like the Vortex is significantly more expensive. Uh I know that the, the Leopold Mark V's come in roughly in that $2000 mark um and then you know looking at different prices. Then again, you know you can go out and find new scopes and I I believe me in this day and age I would not be adverse getting a used optic. Yeah. I mean, now they're so good. You know, I mean, I wouldn't mind, you know, especially, you know, someone in, down here in the South Texas or any of the Texas clubs, the regions that are, that are out shooting competitions and they put a scope up for sale. You know, I call them and say, Hey man, does it track? He says, yeah, it tracks. The other thing is if it's used and I get it and it doesn't track, both of these companies have outstanding warranties. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That you can send it in, they can get that scope up and running for you again to where you'd be completely happy with it. Uh, the other thing, the Leopold is significantly lighter. Now over the last few years, I've been trying to go as light as I possibly can on my rifles. Um, and you know, again, I've, I've gone down in caliber too because I've turned into a little bit of a little bit of a, a, a recoil sensitive person. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I've done that, you know, but I've, I've tried to keep my guns a little bit lighter, and Loophole fits the bill on that. Um, now, I will tell you, you know, again talking about warranties and all that, um, you know, Loophole lifetime warranty, everybody knows about that, but Vortex as well, and Vortex has a reputation for. You call them, you got a problem with the scope. The the two scopes, when you mail back the other one, they're mailing you a new one, mm-hmm. and they pass each other in the mail, and so you cannot. I mean, I just I don't have anything negative to say about either one of these scopes. I, I just, I mean, just the weight, but the weight, that's just me, you know, that's just, that's just my preference. That's, mm-hmm. that's not, you know, somebody else's preference out there. So I can't really call that a, as a downer. Uh, the price. Okay. Well, you know, it is what it is. You know, the, the prices, you know, the prices are what they are, but like I say, you can go and, and get into that aftermarket or used market, you know, gently pre-owned market, and you'll still end up with a scope that's better than new even if you do have to have some repairs on it. I don't know, man. It's it's a toss up. It's a toss up your, your opinions.
1: Uh, yeah, I, it kind of the same. It's really, you know wh- what you want to do with it. Well, the first thing I tell everybody in my opinion, um, if one has a reticle that you like better than the other, then that makes the decision easy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I gotta sure. stare at it uh, all day. Uh, that's my interface with, uh, the world while I'm shooting. So right. I go by that. But if, if they both, you know, have the same reticles or both that you like, then it goes to that. Is that, uh, you know, the, the, the vortex is a, a tank. It's, uh, some people some people are down on vortex yeah they do sell some lower end stuff but this ain't one of them this is this is a totally different optic than you know what you're getting you know for cheaper from them they they service all different things so this is a totally different thing it's probably got more actually not even probably it's got more wins and matches than probably any optic maybe a schmidt may might be up there um so it's been beat up by a lot of guys, and it's still going. You don't hear by too many going back, and when they do, like you said, they they send you out something right away or fix it immediately. Yeah. And uh, the same thing with the Leopold. I mean, they've got great customer service. They've been around a long time. You don't you don't hang out mm. that long and not know what you're doing. And the Mark V, yep. they really hit it hit it out of the park when they they released this optic. They they kind of got back into the the practical or tactical world in a big way um yeah they are able they they do charge a little bit of a premium for the illumination but uh that mm-hmm. allows uh that actually it's i like it because it allows people to get in cheaper when they don't need the illumination and uh, right so if you're not going to shoot it at dusk or night matches or you know uh depending on if you're going to hunt with it or whatnot if you don't need the illumination then like i'm i mean i'm not even sure if my all mine have the batteries in them um right i just don't only the ones that i i know i'm going to need um and it's toss up the weight is substantial i mean that that vortex it's a tank and there's a trade off with that it's it's going to weigh some um and if you're shooting it on your center fire rifle at matches that uh, have kind of you know went that way of uh, the heavy rifles then maybe you want that on a on a rim fire mm, you don't really need that big heavy right? we don't really need it in anyway but you don't need that big heavy uh, optic on there so it's kind of a toss up like you said it, it's all about that if if uh if the illumination is a big deal um you know look into the the the, the bit more expensive leopold or or the vortex if it's if it's not then i would base yeah. it on weight at that point because they're really good i i like that mark 5 a lot they've they've so do i it's really good um and now they've got a couple of new reticles out they're pretty nice so. Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree. Yeah, I've, like I said, I'm, I'm looking over here. I'm kind of in the team room, and I'm looking over there. I got four guns sitting over there. And they're all they all are topped with the Mark Vibes, and so that's really good. And the other one, too, I don't know if you've heard of this story. Is kind of a long time ago, but they're getting ready for a match um, up in Central Texas, and uh, and uh, the, the guy was using his, his, um, his scope, you know, to to see if you could see targets cause they were out, you know, cutting grass cause it, it was in, you know, the time when the grass was really, we had a lot of rain and grass was growing anyway. Uh-huh. Um, he set down his rifle because he got a phone call and he was down kind of in a hole. And uh, so he went up to one of the, one of the ridges, you know, just the top of a hill there. So you get cell service. And he turned around just in time to see uh, a big bush hog run over his rifle. Uh-huh. And so his rifle was fine, but the scope was um, the scope was a- absolutely destroyed. And so he got on the phone and he called over to Vortex and he had his credit card. He says, I need to to replace this scope. I need to do it overnight. And I say, slow down, man. What's going on? He he told him what happened. Well, Vortex replaced that scope on the condition that they send it back because they wanted to know what their scope wouldn't handle. Hmm. But even though it was definitely not Vortex's fault in in any way, shape or form, uh, they they replaced that scope for free. And so they're awesome. Yeah, they're awesome. They're awesome. And, you know, I know that I've been dealing with Louisville since I was a little kid. And, you know, there's similar stories with that. I don't know, man. That's just, that's an unanswerable question.
1: Yeah, it's it's personal preference at that point. They're both going to perform. I put them both in the same category of performance. And yeah, and, and warranty. They're all, it's just what you want. Uh, worth uh, noting because now, uh, it's, it's not, uh, nobody's letting the cat out of the bag because images are starting to pop online. The, uh, th- there are Vortex Gen 3 razors out in the wild being tested. People are, sitting, oh wow, yeah, their, uh, pictures are hitting the internet, you know, people at matches and also pictures are now starting. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, usually it's, it's not too much longer that those get released yep. once you start seeing them.
0: Yep, absolutely. Well, good luck to them. I hope they I hope they hit another home run with yeah. them. Well, cool. Uh, next one. I have a new three hundred PRC and mounted a Leopoldo Mark Five seven to thirty five scope on it. Right the wipe has a twenty MOA rail. A little surprised to run out of scope adjustment the first time I went to shoot a mile target. Please help me understand what is going on the scope has 100 MOA of vertical adjustment. I assume zeroed at 100 yards on a zero MOA rail would leave the scope in the center of adjustment approximately plus or minus 50 MOA. Yep, that's mm-hmm. true. Yep. Uh, then whenever he added the 20 MOA rail, he would expect to have you know 20 uh, extra, so that would give him 70 going up. Mm-hmm. But when he tried to dial, he was going to be shooting a mile, and he tried to dial up to 62 MOA, and he ran out of adjustment at 47. So what he did is he dialed the 42 and then held 20 MOA and he figured that he should be able to dial the entire 62. I agree. agree. He should be able to, uh, he should be able to dial the entire 62. Um, What I don't get from this email or information on this is what kind of gun it is. I don't know if, I don't know what the action is. I don't know anything. Um, However, I will tell you that I have seen, and some, some, uh base and and action combinations won't allow this just because of the screw placement whenever you screw it in but some of them do and they, they can be mounted backwards. Yes, I, they can. I had to troublesho yeah I had a I had to troubleshoot a gun actually last spring that that is what happened. Um, you know they couldn't dial out you know they couldn't get you know hardly any dial in and what happened was the the, um, the rail was on backwards so it was actually making the problem worse rather than solving the problem. I don't know and I'm hesitant to say, that this is what the problem is here. Uh, it could be that it, with the numbers that he's talking about, it could be that he ordered a 20 MOA rail and he possibly got a zero MOA rail.
1: Yeah. I've, so I've seen with, him mislabeled. I've seen a misshipped. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. For sure. And that
0: would be, that would be the only other thing. If it turns out um, the other thing that you can do is you can actually go, if it, if it turns out, I think it's a mounting problem. I really do. But what you can do with the scope is you can actually put a board out and you can dial up exactly how maybe, maybe there's something, maybe there's some sort of defect with the optic itself, you know, which is possible, you know, that's always, possible yeah, it does happen. And, and I know that Leupold would would fix it immediately, but the first thing I would check just to make sure that it actually is a 20 MOA rather than a zero MOA rail, Uh, make sure it's mounted correctly. Um, and then, then I would say, okay, then it, then it ha- that's a process of elimination. It has to be the scope at that point. And, um, you know, I put, I put scopes up in a, in a vice, you know, and just dial mm-hmm. them through, you know, just to make sure that we're getting everything that you know, everything it says it's going to get. And, um, you know, a- and I have seen, you know, I've seen some of them be defective, it happens. but again, yeah, it happens. And like I say, I've never, I've never had a problem. Being able to rectify that situation with, you know, any of the scope manufacturers.
1: No, and, and the only other thing that I'll throw out there, which w- we do know that the, the it's not like a double-turn turret since it's a Leopold, so we know it will provide the whole travel, uh, depending on... Because without having it in front of me or seeing what he's saying, like you said, it, it's hard to know. Sometimes you can get something uh, messed up with your with uh, your zero stop where you think you're on a, a certain rev and you're not. Mm-hmm. I've seen that mm-hmm. happen on different optics. So he may actually, you know, it, it, it's... It could be a mounting thing, and then uh, I have also seen um, stuff where uh, you had a you know a twenty MOA rail, they had it on correctly, or it was integral, but then they got um, like a, a spur mount or something that's a twenty MOA to add to it even more, mm-hmm. and they actually mm-hmm. put the mount on top backwards, so it canceled out the whole. You know, you got twenty going one way, right. twenty going the other, and now you're at zero. Right. So
0: now you're at zero. Exactly yeah. right. So
1: without seeing it, I, I I would lean towards some sort of mounting issue if it's an integral rail and you're sure that it, it actually is 20 them away then or it's mounted mm-hmm. right then yeah it's something it's either a user uh, uh issue on the optic or, or an actual mechanical issue
0: yeah 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 absolutely absolutely well that one's been beaten to death yep <laughs> well cole uh i don't know did we did we podcast we podcasted after after we did the uh the vampire match correct <laughs>
1: Mm, if we did we didn't talk about it very much
0: yeah okay all right well that that went off really it it just kind of it kind of um it kind of reminded me of that talking about the eliminated reticles because i know that some of the people that came to that match were actually utilizing uh, their elimination in the reticle and um i i really don't i it's not it's not something that i do but other people you know they seem to they seem to really swear by it and so uh, I that, that just, I didn't know if we talked about that. Anyway, I had a really, really great 22 match out here at night. I ordered up some lights and we were able to, you know, have, we had the the double mover for the 22. And, uh, and so I, that was a really fun match. Uh, we'll probably do another one of those because it, it was just a blast. You,
1: you had something, you, you did some work to a, a mover recently and had it doing some different things?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it, yeah that was that one. Um, it's three motes. Uh, there's three modes in this, and it's a, it's a double mover, and you know two motors, two completely separate controllers, all consolidated into one box, and then it's got you know the alpha setting, the bravo setting, the charlie setting, and then the W2F setting. <laughs> so, and alpha is, just goes back and forth same speed. Bravo uh, goes back and forth, but it actually changes speed as it changes direction. And then on any of those, what you can do is you can also put a random stop. And whenever it, it says random stop, I mean, it is absolutely random and it'll stop only for a second and it may continue the same direction or it may reverse direction. It may, may same remain the same speed or it may change speed. And so it's all in a randomizer, you know, between, uh, like 20 and 80 seconds that it'll, that'll pull this off. And you can set that however you want it. But, um, uh, it was whenever I had it on, I was trying to shoot it on WTF mode and it had just been, it had just been delivered that day. And so I said, no, we're not going to go WTF mode on this one. We're going to back it down a little bit for this match. And we did. And it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Cause I mean, I've, I've shot it since then and you'll be going along, you'll be, you know, you'll be running your track, you know, mm-hmm. and, and everything is going really good and the damn thing will stop. And so you'll go over there and you'll try, try to shoot. you'll yeah. try to, you'll try to shoot it while it stops, but it will only stop for a second. And so we're shooting oh, it at hundred yards. So then you got to think about reaction time plus the time that it takes for the 22 rounds to get to a hundred yards. And by then it's already moved out of the way. So it's, um, it's like a frustration ladder combined with the, oh shit events out here. The mover events like that. It's just insane, yeah, that'll but uh, it's nuts. a lot of fun.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that, um, uh, cause I don't now, uh, I just realized that talking about it now, everybody's going to be calling or emailing about it. Is that something that's available to anyone or was that a special order or? It
0: was a special order. It was a special order. And I'm not sure if these movers are going to be available commercially. Okay. However, I am, I am pushing in that direction pretty hard uh, to, to, so that we can get some other, these, these other kind of movers out there. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to happen. Okay. I, I just don't know. That's a big, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that.
1: Oh, that's cool. So just everybody out there, uh, we don't know. Um,
0: <laughs> we don't know. Uh,
1: yeah. So uh, if you call and uh, I mean, Call up. We'll love to talk to you, but just know we, we don't know. So we don't know. We don't know.
0: But cool, man. Well, on the on the training thing, I had a I had a couple things happen this past week. Um, I had gone out. Uh, I'd gone out to my, my father's place um, just to go check it out and make sure that everything was everything was you know in good shape over there. No one had been over for a while or anything like that. And I was getting ready to hop in the little car and go. And I told Lisa, I said, you know, I better I better grab my rifle because if I drive over there and it's deer season and I don't have a rifle. You know, I'm gonna see a fourteen point, you know, white oh. tail with double drop tines that's twenty eight inches on the inside. You know, it would have just been the buck of a lifetime oh, and I'd it, be sitting there with, with a yeah, with a pistol. <laughs> but at any rate, um so I hopped in the big truck, I drove over there and I saw some deer going in and you know, everything else, and it was um it was pretty insane. You know, they're just normal activity that's going on out there, you know, javelinas, turkeys and all that. And so and I saw something against the fence like two hundred and twenty yards away, and I couldn't really tell with my Mark One eyeball. So I um, I brought my Accuracy International, the new one, the ATX, and it's got the, it's got the Leupold Mark Five, 5 to 25 on it. And um, so I just, I just, I rolled down the window in the truck, you know, and I was sitting there and I was watching it. I turned off the truck, but I left the AC on. So I, I called, I called Lisa on the phone. And I said, you're not going to believe what I'm seeing out here. And I said, there's a female male guy out here. And she goes, Oh my God, I can't believe it. We've never seen one out there before. And so uh, at any rate, um, I went ahead and, and got that animal <laughs> because if, uh, if you've never had the opportunity to eat Nilgai guy steak, it is, it is fantastic. I mean, it is, it is great. I and mean, we did, we ground it up. I mean, we, we, we keep no guy in the freezer all the time since they're kind of, they're not indigenous to here, but they've you know grown up here. Mm-hmm. You know, they were brought in by the King Ranch years and years ago. And so the population is pretty high, but the meat is just fantastic. And so at any rate, I took that animal, but it was one of those things I started thinking about it, you know. Um, what an awkward position that I was in, you know, it wasn't prone, it wasn't an alternate or it was an alternate. I don't know if you, how, how it would kind of be described. It certainly wasn't bench, but it was kind of, kind of wobbly on the door of a pickup truck, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was, it was, um, it was strange and it made me think, you know, we should, you know, we've done these things before you know, to where we've actually, you know, during hunter classes say, okay, yeah, you know, this is, this is the way you do it in South Texas. You know, you, you hunt from vehicles and things like that. You know, there's, there's a lot of blind hunting too, but, and we've done that, but what we've, what we've done is we've always, we've always taken the time, you know, like to really set up, you know, to set up and, you know, have a, have a bag there on the windowsill and a nice place Mm -hmm. to rest. And then another bag that's goes in underneath your elbow, kind of filling those gaps and, you know, making it as, as stable as you possibly can. But it was one of those things to where. It was, you know, the 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 fundamental that would, in my mind, was, and I know we talked about it on the podcast, but the fundamental, there was only some of them that I could control. Exactly. You know, I could control, I could control my breathing, mm-hmm. and I could control my trigger control. I could control my follow through, and I could control my sight picture. But natural point of aim, um, I couldn't move. I was being watched. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? And those I, they're pretty
1: elusive know, anyway. So I mean, yeah, they so. are.
0: And so right, and so as soon as if yeah. I'd like tried to, you know out and, you know, go to the prone or, you know, get straight behind the gun, you know, off the hood of the vehicle, that just wasn't going to happen. Then the shot wouldn't be able to happen. So what I did was I just made sure all the other fundamentals were as good as I could possibly get them. And I did, you know, I did, I saw where the wobble zone was. I got it down to where it was, you know, definitely, you know, inside the heart, you know, the heart size of the animal. And then I, you know, took the shot and it was, uh, it paid off. It paid off. And I think that you know, a lot of times whenever we go out hunting and a lot of times whenever, you know, the three words that scare everybody to death is time starts now, mm-hmm. you know, all the, all the fundamentals go out the window. And I just, I just analyzed the shot that I was getting ready to take. And it was like, okay, I cannot control natural point of aim. And if anybody's ever taken a class with me, y'all know, mm-hmm. y- y'all know how much I harp on natural point of aim. Cause if you got natural point of aim, right, you can screw up a lot of other stuff or at least not be very good at it. But I couldn't control natural point of aim. So I let the strength of the other fundamentals uh, allow me to get that shot. You know, it was a, it was a really good, you know, good, clean, humane kill. Uh, six millimeter Creedmoor out of that ATX and, you know, 108 grain bullet. Um, uh, Roy Weatherby was right, man. Speed kills.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, about how far you think it was?
0: Uh, about 220, around 220. So, and, you know, it's not, not a far shot by any means but, uh, definitely not a perfect shot either, you know, not a, as, as the way it was set up, but I was able to, I was able to kind of pull that off by, you know, really saying, all right, I'm really going to make sure I got my 90 degrees on the trigger. I'm going to come straight back on that. I'm going to do my follow through. I'm going to do everything I can because I, this natural point of aim, it was just screaming at me, Jacob, you need to move, you need mm-hmm. to move, but I couldn't, I couldn't move. I mean, it was just kind of stuck there, but at any rate, it was just, you know, kind of, a you know, kind of one of those things that you got to, I think that if you analyze it, you know, and, and me, you know, it's, you know, hunting, this was not, this was, you know, if you're in a deer blind or something like that, it kind of gives you a little bit of freedom of movement. And, um, and so, you know, you can get set up a little bit better, but you know, those, those vehicle shots, you know, whenever I start to integrate that in some of the hunter training too, you know, saying, okay, no, I'm sorry. You don't have this back. No, I'm sorry. You don't have that back. No, you can't use your sling okay, now, now let's see you perform with less gear and still pull off the same end result. And it just, it just burned it into my head as if it actually needed to be burned into my head anymore. It's all about the fundamentals, man. It's all about the fundamentals.
1: Oh yeah. It, it just has to be. And and that's the difference. And don't be wrong. You know, if, if you can't, uh, you know, there's ethics and all, and that's a whole other discussion. But if you don't feel like you can make the shot, obviously you shouldn't take it. But if you're training with this stuff. You, you're now able to incorporate those shots that you weren't able to make, you know, last year, the year before, whatever. I mean, you're just, right. you're, yeah. you're increasing your opportunity for a successful hunt or whatever you're doing.
0: Yeah. Um, well, if I couldn't, I mean, let's say you know the shot was you know it's going to be you know 750 yards. Okay. Well, if I'm 750 yards, that gives me a little bit more freedom of yeah, movement. You know what I mean? I'm further away. I got I got time to set up and get a better shot. Mm-hmm. But this one, I mean, this, these no guy man, they're you know they. <laughs> yeah, you know, they are a very very spooky animal you oh, know yeah. And it's like yeah that's at, yeah tough. 200 yards they they can see you know they can see everything and it was just like you know if i had gone up there and just for whatever reason the angle of the vehicle or whatever and the wobble you know was off the animal i wouldn't have taken the shot no, you know what i mean totally it you know, just it wouldn't have been right but with this i got the wobble down to where i definitely knew you know where the heart was and i was not going to miss the heart and it's just uh it was fantastic. It was really cool.
1: Yeah, and, I, and I'm just, for though anybody listening, you know, if if this shot sounds like something that you're not sure you could do, uh, get down here for some classes because, uh, you know, n- none of us are like superhuman or anything. Uh, you can do the exact same thing, just with a little bit of training, a little oh, bit yeah. of practice, and, and you'll be able to now, you, like I said, it'll give you a lot more confidence in those shots.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Same thing. Uh, that was on a Tuesday on a Friday. I went over to another private ranch and I was able to get an elk, uh, pretty much the exact same thing, except I was shooting off of the back of a a little UTV, you know, a little Kubota thing. Uh, this one, this one was, uh, significantly, uh, significantly more of a sure thing because I was standing up and I was able to get directly behind the rifle. In other words, I had a really good natural point of aim. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, Yeah. If it's, um, if somebody, I got that one on video. So if somebody wants to see the video, they can, they can send me a text and I'll, I'll, I'll text the video over to them. It's about 17 seconds and it's, it's pretty good. But man, I'm just, I now I like it. Now I feel like, um, I feel like, uh, you know, a guy that, you know, who's an alcoholic and he just went out and he got himself a case of beer, <laughs> except now like I'm a meataholic and I know that my freezer is getting ready to be full with all this wonderful wild game.
1: <laughs> no, that's awesome. So you, you do, uh, you, you, took the, uh, the elk with the the ATX as well. Yes. Yes. Six, same, six same
0: bullet. Yep. Six Creed, uh, same rifle, same scope, uh, same setup. It just, uh, and same thing. I mean, just dropped right there. It was a, it was a really, really good, I don't know. It it was just a really, really good hunt. And I can't tell you how impressed I am with this, with this six Supreme more cartridge. I mean, that little one Oh eight was just, I mean, whipping through there like nobody's business.
1: Oh, you think it was by 200 yards there too? Mm, A little further, a little further, further, but,
0: but not, not significantly. So I wasn't what I do whenever I I go and and like the, the one, you know, the, the nail guy, you know, I I had my gun at its, you know, hundred yards zero, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's where it was. But that was not that was not really. Uh, it wasn't a planned hunt. You know what I mean? Uh, the second one was a planned hunt. So what I did is I basically just put my my two hundred yard dope on the gun, and I knew I was really good out to you know three fifty anyway on that heart size of a lot larger animal. And so I knew what I was hunting. You know, you know what I could get away with yeah, and what I couldn't.
1: Maybe the next one we'll talk about max point blank. I think that's a good one. To oh, yeah, sure. um, oh yeah,
0: for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, for sure. it's used it's used a hell of a lot. It just makes it. It's just one less thing you have to think about.
1: Oh no! I, for hunting, or you know, two-legged, four-legged, whatever you're yep. hunting, it it makes just yep. complete sense. Uh, so yeah, we'll let the uh, maybe the flames begin because you took what uh, two four hundred pound animals with a uh, six Creedmore.
0: Yeah, with a six Creedmore, and I I put that up on the internet, and I didn't get anybody to tell me you know hey you know you're you're unethical because you're not using a hunting bullet, and you know that's a real small caliber for such a large animal. Nobody told me that, and I I was so ready to to jump in on that argument but you know nobody it'll, it'll, nobody challenged will. me it'll, it, I, I don't know the man we'll,
1: we'll get somebody right now the the, the issue is uh, everybody's <laughs> arguing about mulligans right now so
0: yeah I, I haven't been paying attention to that i don't know man i just wanted to i just wanted to create a buzz you know kind of like you know changing barrels and shit
1: <laughs> oh yeah the, yeah that's uh you, you uh you might have lost your zero or messed up your optic
0: yeah exactly <laughs>
1: yeah, that was that was a good one
0: now, nah, hopefully, hopefully I'll get a chance to, I'll get a chance to do that. I, it's talking about, you know, what, what you can and can't do out there. I mean, we, I don't know. Well, we'll leave that for yeah. another time because it, it'll take, it'll take me a, a, quite a while to, to get all of that off my, off my chest.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll do it here shortly. I'm sure everybody wants, I want to hear it. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, the, you know, the long and the short of it is, you know, and it's basically, you know, one of these things is that, you know, at down here at Rifles Only, you know, we've been in the, Firearms training industry for a hell of a long time, and you know we've we've had the very fortunate and blessed you know to be able to train you know militaries you know ours you know allied countries and everything else and you know if ours you know let's say let's say you're shooting you know a three hundred eight you know and you're you know your your one ten sas or whatever it is and you go and you what's that bullet made of it's made at Lake City or it's made at you know Federal Premium and what's the bullet that they use? The 175 grain Sierra match King, you know, it's a match bullet. Um, if you go up to the 300 wind mag, you know, and you're shooting either the 190 grain or the 220 grain, they're both made by Sierra and they're called Sierra match Kings. <laughs> so open tip match. And it's just like, you know, so you, know, you can't shoot, you can't shoot animals with match bullets. And it's like, well, you know, the thing about it is, is if you, you know, you send, you send a supersonic projectile, you know, through that heart, you know, and it's like Smith always said, you know, the whole idea is to let air in and fluid out. Well, that'll start to do it in a real rapid fashion. Um, You know, it's just one of those things, you know, the, I always thought that, you know, the, the, you know, real high performance, high performance terminal bullets, you know, like the trophy bonded bear Mm -hmm. claws and everything else that you could get, you know, that the reason they do that, you know, that, that bullet has to perform terminally because, the reality is the, most hunters don't go out and practice. You know what I mean? No. So they're not really as good a shot as they think they are. Uh, and that's not, that's not to say that all of them, cause there's plenty of, there's plenty of us that hunt that, you know, shoot all the time, you know, in the off season too. And, uh, but that, you know, some people, they just pick up the gun for hunting season and that's it. And that, that bullet better perform pretty well terminally because the shot placement could be less than ideal. And um, it, it truly is all about where you put that bullet, you know, and if you put that bullet in the vitals, you know, heart, lungs, uh, brainstem, the animal will die. And I don't, I don't really care if it's like, um, if I took a, uh, you know, one of those airsoft pellets and I had that bitch going 2,800 feet per second, it's going to be the same result. You know what I mean? And when you go ahead, no, no, keep going. Yeah. So then, you know, you got to think back in history, you know, there was a time when, uh, we set out to see if we could kill every Buffalo on the planet and they were doing that with round lead balls. You know what I mean? And they were, they almost succeeded on getting all of them. Yeah. There's and not so many Buffalo you know, out there. No, not, not compared to how it used to be. So again, um, I don't know. They're probably making a comeback now because, you know, yeah, farming all all were, that, yeah. they're, Yeah, exactly. I hope so. But at any rate, Buffalo meat's really good too. Uh, Buffalo burger is is awesome. But at any rate, I'm always thinking about food. I must be hungry. (laughs) But at any rate, yeah, it's, um, you know, we've gone through this, this argument, you know, over the years, you know, especially back in the, in the first early days of the internet. And it's kind of like, you know, I mean, I've, my, my hunting resume is, is not nearly what I would like it to be. Uh, I know that there's a lot of people out there that have a lot more experience, but I have hunted pretty much everything, you know, in North America, I've been to the Bob Marshall wilderness, you know, out there hunting. I've hunted all around South Texas. I've hunted in New Zealand. And every animal that I've taken four legged, uh, I've typically shot it with a Match King bullet. Um, this is the first time I'm um, the ELD M, but they have another bullet that's called the Elite Hunter. This was not the Elite Hunter. This was just the ELD M, which is ELD Match. And so it was, uh, it, the bullet performed, you know, as, as, i mean how i mean I, I, the animal couldn't be more dead you know what i mean i couldn't have had a a, a bullet that made the animal more dead i mean the animal was dead and it, it worked out really good it happened really fast it was very very humane and uh you know I, I, that's important to me um but you know it just you know that these bullets that are out there if if they're going to war with them and uh you've got to kind of you, you got somebody somebody who decided they were going to use that bullet said yep this one flies really good and all we got to do is hit it in the chest that's it
1: yeah it's uh yeah we've talked about this before you and i uh, and 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 there is a very good reason for it um and some guides even require it is because most people um I, I dare say most people don't shoot a lot um or as much as they would like to or 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 people think they do and um so they're usually overgunned whether it's a bigger you know a, a hunting bullet or uh, you know you're shooting a, a white tail with a 300 winchester or you know or a mm-hmm. 300 prc so most people are Mm-hmm. are overgunned for when they do miss that vital, they're still going to get a kill. So there is a, a argument to be made uh, for it. And I, I agree with that point, but uh, I have two sayings, basically the uh, shoot more suck less. And then I tell people all the time, if you shoot it in the heart of the head, it's going to die. Um, yeah. And, and I'll take one from one of your things, one of your, your famous safety briefs. You said, if you can get a ham sandwich going, you know, 3000 feet per second, it's going to hurt. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. You you won't survive the encounter.
1: No, no, no. You you won't. So, and we we'll get more. I think I think maybe the next one we'll do that. We'll talk you know more about that stuff and maybe more about it, like max point blank and some things yeah. on how to uh, some tactics to make your hunts a little bit easier or your shooting in general a little bit easier.
0: Yeah, let me write that down so we don't forget. Yeah, that's max good. Point blank. Yeah, max point blank got it i can talk about that one all day too yeah no it, it's just it's just one of those things it, uh, my my biggest thing is if 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 i know that i can't get inside the chest cavity uh, on the shot that i have won't take it you know what i mean and it's been you know i've done i've done animals beyond 1570 yards you know the several in the thousand yard 1100 yard range but but my conditions were white. You know, the, the conditions were white. I didn't have a whole lot of wind to, to concern myself with. And, and I was very, very confident on the shot. Uh, either one of those, you know, had the wind been, you know, 25 miles an hour, I would have declined the shot because I wouldn't, I couldn't absolutely assure that I got into the heart zone. You know what I mean? And so, yeah I, I, you're right there's there's more to it there's a decision you know whether it's a shoot or no shoot you know because we do have a responsibility to to hunt ethically
1: Oh no, and and like i said maybe we'll just do the whole thing we'll max point blank the ethics uh hunting bullets we'll just do a whole you know 40 45 minutes just to whatever but it, it's uh the ethics uh, you know some people will try to tell you well at x amount of range well it, it depends it's uh it's it's person and situation dependent sometimes yep. uh, 800 yards is ethical sometimes yep. it's not at all so
0: yes yeah, sometimes 200 yards is not ethical yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's depending a on what you scale,
1: can get uh based on yep. your ability and the conditions and and everything i mean it's it's a totality of circumstances. like you said it's a it depends
0: it depends yeah lindy lindy gave me a a uh, quote the other day that kind of fit in with it depends i need to i need to get him get him on the line and figure out what it was but it was basically saying that Uh, you know, any question that you know doesn't have just a a straight, definitive answer, like is the sky blue or anything else, the the only logical answer is it depends.
1: Oh yeah, (laughs) no, yeah, that's another. He just he just blows minds every time he talks. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, That's why don't don't ever get into an argument or a debate, especially in person with Lindy. It's just not good.
0: No, but you know, it, it is good. good because he's a, yeah. Yeah. You learn, you learn. And he's the kind of guy that, you know, he can completely and totally disagree with you and still just have a blast drinking a oh, beer yeah. with you. I, you know? I love
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's, he's awesome. Well, cool. Well, a couple other things I want to talk about. One, Mm -hmm. we got the brawl coming up, and we've got the brawl coming up the third weekend in February. Um, If y'all want to check the rifles only calendar for that, the train up is right before that. That's three days, just basically a shakedown of the range and stuff like that. You won't be shooting the brawl events, but you will be shooting events that are similar to the ones of the brawl. Um, And then the weekend before that, we've got the offensive countermeasures with Marco Gonzalez, who was on our on our podcast. Oh yeah, Marco. And so yeah, so he'll be he'll be here for that class. Um, we'll just need to make sure that if y'all want to get signed up, get signed up. Cause there are some, that that slots are limited on that one. Uh, we still got plenty of slots for the brawl. So, so get in here. I'm going to be um, a little bit smaller. I think I'm, I've really ordered better weather this time. Cause I don't want to be oh, out man, there last like, year. freezing. Yeah. Last year was the week leading up to the brawl was just devastating down here. But at any rate, my, all my banana trees died, but now you can't even tell. They're they're on the mend, and they're covering up the barn over here. So everything has started to come back. <laughs> awesome, nice. yeah.
1: Lastly, that was that was weird. I've been down here about ten years, and that was that was unique. Yeah, that
0: was a rough one. That yeah, was very unique. So then, um, you know, when we do the helicopter platform shooting oh, yeah. out here, and um, we've we've done this, you know, multiple multiple times over the years, and one of the things I always notice whenever we get up in the helicopter is that all the pastures around us. Are just eat up with pigs. You know the pigs have been rooting up the dirt and everything mm-hmm. else, and and so it was just it's just insane. And I thought they're never on rifles only. I wonder why. You know <laughs> I never saw them here. Well, all of that changed. Uh, the pigs got to be really, really prevalent on the rifles only complex out here. And so me and Lisa actually saw a herd, and I don't think it was the only one because they're coming in from two different sides. But so there was a herd of sixty. And so
1: I am on the way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, wait till I tell you this little toy that I have. (laughs) So, anyway, I wanted to, you know, kind of go out and increase my odds a little bit. (laughs) So, I called up my buddies at Trigicon, and uh, they let me use their Snipe IR thermal clip on. And so, I've been able to be able to test and evaluate this. I have to send it back to them but they were kind enough to let me T and E this thing. So if anyone is out there and they're looking for a good thermal optic, the Snipe IR by Trigicon is really, really good. The, um, the resolution on it is good. The contrast is really good. It's really intuitive and super easy to use whenever you, I just put, the um, I took, I got one of those rails for the front of the ATX, you know, mm-hmm. the ones that you, oh, know, yeah. you can either use or not. So I got that and then put a, you know, I just put a little pick rail on top of that and then on the M lock and then I just rented in front of there, and it is it is av- fantabulous, man. I just can't get over how well this thing is. And I was talking to some of the other guys. They said, that, "Yeah, there's is pretty much, you know, right at the at the top, unless you went with a, a cryo cooled one, you know, which is probably mm-hmm. out of the reach of most, yeah, big big bucks." But this one, I have been, I wanted to be very thankful to, to Trigicon for allowing me to at least help some eradicate some of these hogs down here. And if somebody's looking for a, a good one. You know, that is really a good, a good little, little item. Unfortunately, I have to send it back,
1: but uh, yeah, we, we, right. might, we might pick up one of those for, for what I'm doing. Um, yeah, we, uh, I have a PBS 30 sitting here. I'm looking mm-hmm. at it right now and it's awesome, but, uh, thermal, uh, it's more fun, I guess you would say. And it's, and it, it's way mm-hmm. better for video. Um, yeah, yeah, for stuff. sure. And, and I use Trigicon, um, I use their short range and long range, uh, uh, handheld monoculars at work and they're mm-hmm. outstanding.
0: So yeah. Yeah. Cool. They also sent me, and this item is not new. It just hasn't hit the market yet. And I know that we, we talked about this. I think they, they released information on it, uh, mm-hmm. about a year ago, uh, shot, but shot it's called,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Well, okay. They released the information that it's called a Ventus and it, it's not out yet. They're not available. So you can't, you can't go out and order one yet. They're, they're not, they're not, um, they're not in the distribution network yet, but I got sent a uh, test and evaluation model on it. And um this thing is slick. Uh it it again this thing is, is the rangefinder in there, the rangefinder is really good, but this thing will read wind with a lidar out to 500 yards. Now, that's what they're claiming, all right? Uh-huh. But I was reading wind further than that. And I you know, it was giving me direction and distance on the wind. Um I don't have the I don't have it connected yet to my there's an app mm-hmm. and I don't have the Ventus connected to that Trigicon app yet, but what you can do with that thing is you will go over, you can, you know, handhold this thing or you can uh, tripod mount it. And so you hit your target with that. And what it does is it sends the information, you know, your adjustments for your scope over to your app based off of, you know, your bullet weight, bullet, uh, mm-hmm. you know, speed and all that kind of crap, just like a normal, normal app. But what it does, it goes and it reads the wind there. Um, so that was, this thing is, is pretty cool in the fact that, you know, a lot of times whenever I'm out there ranging, even, even if I'm using, even if I'm using, you know, my, my, electronics, uh, you know, my plus mm-hmm. 25, I'll take a reading, but I'll take another reading, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just to make sure that I didn't hit something beside it or anything else. Well, this one, you can actually program it to tell, to take as many readings as you want. Like if you wanted to just take one reading, fine. If you wanted to take 10 readings, you adjust it in the menu you go over you hit that button it's going to take 10 readings and it's going to average them you see what i mean uh, yeah yeah and so the, and so what you're doing is you're getting a more a more perfect picture of that 0 to 500 yards i'm not going to say that it's going to go any further than 500 yards because this is what this is what trujicon wants to say and so that's yeah, that's that, fine you, but i know that's the
1: safe thing for him you know that everybody right, does that. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly and i tell you what to that to that end on what they were doing this thing is pretty damn impressive uh, i'm on again wattage stuff i got to i have an acog that i don't have to send back that's mine but i got to send back the venice and the and the thermal but uh, i've been i've been pretty impressed with it i'm really anxious for them to get these things out on the market and um and and get people in, in the shooters hands cuz i know it's going to be it's going to it'll be i'm i'm not sure if i would exactly call it a game changer but it'll definitely make your job easier out there that's for sure
1: yeah and uh uh i'll make a note for that uh the next one or the one after i will uh because we'll, uh, there's been a lot of discussion with you know new sig stuff coming out and uh, uh, of course the mm-hmm. ventus is uh it's been it was the talk of the town you know for a while back but it's kind of died off and now i'm sure people are gonna be talking about it a lot now. we just mentioned it oh by the way like mm-hmm. you said it is not available so uh por favor don't uh don't call Trigicon trying to order it tomorrow um <laughs> yeah we'll be the first ones to yell from the rooftop when this thing's ready and yeah. um uh, but a lot, I've seen a lot of questions online about lasers, rangefinders and all that. And, uh, I was mm-hmm. recently, uh, in the market myself and I actually uh, have a vector 21 on the way. I can't wait for that. That's, that's pretty cool. But, uh, mm-hmm. but I have not, I've been a, uh, uh, not an expert by any means, but I've, I've now learned a lot about, uh, lasers and, and the differences. So the next time I'll make a note and we'll, uh, you know, we'll go over some of the things that most people don't realize about them.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I, what's, you know, and again, I, I'm used to running a part 25, you okay, know what I mean? That's, awesome. that's a, it's a, yeah, it's a great unit, but I tell you what, this, this, uh, this Ventus on here, not using the wind function, but just using the, just using the, um, the laser rangefinder function, it, dude, it's, it's good. You know, I compared it side by side. There's, there's not a, you know, 10 cents worth of difference in them. I mean, it's giving you the, giving you the answers that you need in a big hurry. And you know, that's, that's the beauty of it now though, because now you can, you don't have to go out and spend, you know, tons and tons of money. Laser rangefinder technology has come, you know, come so far. I mean, my first laser rangefinder, you know, that thing was, it was two sticks with a 300 foot of rope between it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That that was my first rangefinder and it, it, it worked it as effective. It just wasn't as fast as these little things you can carry around in your pocket now. So it worked out really
1: well. Nice. No, no, it's, it's really good. I, I, I mean, I didn't even, like you said, our, our, our rangefinder was, you, you, you stepped off a hundred paces and uh, that that's what you shot.
0: So. yeah. Yeah. Well, I just, again, uh, I just wanted to give a, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, two really, really nice products over here from Trijicon and a uh, shout out to those guys for letting me, letting me, uh, be able to play with them. And, I, I, I'm over, over overly impressed with both of these units out here. And, um, I, you know, a lot of people don't really know that Trijicon's, you know, it's not a, it's not a name we hear every day pretty much in, in this side of the house, you know, but you know, they're, they've, you know, they have, um, the the ACOG you know is you know the advanced oh, yeah. combat optical yeah i mean it's just what a what a wonderful yeah, unit you know that kind a legendary
1: of that, piece of equipment
0: oh it is a legendary and I, I remember at shot show um there was a guy who had gotten into a firefight and uh, that the uh 762 the a, the uh, AK round mm-hmm. was actually stopped by the ACOG <laughs> and it, was, it it actually stopped him and so that guy that he was actually had the gun was in the booth with the guys at Trujicon. And so <laughs> it's like, that's pretty cool, man. <laughs> Do oh, you know, it's built like, it's built like a brick. I know that, you know, my ACOG, I, you know, I, I could really literally tie a piece of 550 cord of that thing, drag it down the road with my truck, go and put it back on, you know, my carbine and it's going to perform flawlessly. There's, oh, there's no question about it.
1: Yeah. And I, and I, like I said, I use their products, you know, at work, I'm, I'm looking at the two-legged uh, type and um, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's great. I mean, they're, they're monoculars and, and, um, they're, they're dedicated optics. They have dedicated thermals that are really nice. They have this clip Mm -hmm. on, uh, what, what, uh, what magnification were you able to use your, your optic at there?
0: I, I took it, I, you know, I took it up to about seven, you know, Mm -hmm. which was really no different than if I was shooting pigs off the tower. You know, I'm usually running a really low power like that anyway, but I, most of the time what I was doing because I had it clipped on was I was running the lowest powers I could, you know, the five Mm -hmm. power. And that just kind of opened up the field of view a little bit more. And then, I, I, then okay, so I had this I had this eureka moment. It's like, duh, you dumbass. Why is you? It's a clip-on. So I unclipped it, and I was able to scan really easy. <laughs> and then whenever I saw something, I just clipped it back on the rifle and made the shot. And I was like, oh, man, what an idiot. I was sitting here you know, scanning with the rifle for about you know, 20 minutes. I said, man, this thing just pops right off. I could, just, man, I could cover a hell of a lot more area when I took it off.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's uh, – yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm undecided because we are going to pick up a – Uh, a a thermal Uh, just trying to decide on the clip-on versus the uh, the dedicated optic and it's like everything else you turn it over in your head a hundred times and then basically you just decide to buy both so
0: Yeah. Well, the thing about it is if you had, what I think would be perfect if you were going to use the dedicated optic is to also have a handheld unit, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? To scan, you know, you can scan and scan in all directions. That way you don't have to scan, you know, with your big long gun or carbine, you know, you can, you can actually pick that up and and get a little bit more situational awareness with the handheld unit. Uh, With the clip-ons, fortunately you can do both because whenever you clip it back on, it's not like you're losing zero or anything. You're still shooting through your day optic.
1: Oh yeah. No, the the clip-on. Yeah. And anybody... Yeah, if if you had to pick just one, I think I'd lean towards that clip on. Like you said, you would take it off and on. Um, yeah. Uh, otherwise, like the guys that are really serious, because there's some guys that are super serious. Uh, you know, I think you know Cody Haberstroh. He's really oh, yeah. into it. Um, You know, mm-hmm. he's he's that dude's um, really into it, and they, you know he's got you know, handhelds, and I think his I think his <laughs> his helmet setup. I think his left eye has uh, NVG, and his right eye has thermal. It's it's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah,
0: for sure. Well, you know, if, if, uh, you know, we were talking about no guy. Um, and so there's a guy down here and his name is, is Mark Franklin. And, um, if y'all send me an email to ROAP at riflesonly.com, if you want to get in touch with this guy, but what he does is he does no guy hunts with thermal at night and it's all his equipment. Oh, that's and so, cool. so all you do is you pay your fee you come down here and he's got above a 98% success rate at night down here, you know, in the marshes, uh, near the, near the water. That's really cool. And, you know, I'm friends with him on Facebook and he always puts up, cause like you say, you know, thermal's so good for video. So he puts up the videos, you know, of them actually going out and, and shooting no guy with this. So uh, shout out to him. I've, I've gone, I've uh, hired him before to take me you on know, fishing trips. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, it's always, I mean, we're always limited out by the time it starts to get hot. You know, at 10.30 and you want to get off the water in the summer, you're off the water with your full limit of fish. That's and cool. this guy is, he, he works really hard to bring success to his clients. And I haven't done the no guy hunt with him yet. I'm going to um, as soon as I eat this one. <laughs> but uh, I'm telling you that... That is something if you want to do it, you can. And again, if y'all want to get in touch with him and plan a trip, it's definitely worth coming across the country or across the world to come and hunt with this guy. Um, because again, all you have to do is show up, pay your money. He's got the guns. He's got the thermals. He's got the place. He's got the Nell guy. And his success rate is is through the roof. And so if y'all want his contact information, just send me an email and I will I will forward it back over to you.
1: Uh, yeah, that's that's badass. That's that's cool. Yeah. I'm going to go check that out as soon as we're done.
0: Yeah, for sure for sure well brother that's all i got for today
1: uh yeah the only other thing i got uh, i'll have some more info soon um i got a couple different things ventures going i'm now um uh part of Hoplite arms uh we'll talk more about that in the future and then we're getting ready to spin off a uh, ammo ammunition side custom ammo load development all kind of stuff so got some cool. pretty uh, interesting uh stuff moving into uh, uh sharing a shop with a local guy here gonna have access to a lot of equipment a, a lathe and all that so i'm expanding my uh, my abilities here which is going to be uh, pretty cool
0: well good man congratulations congratulations you're going to be able to make me some six millimeter ammo
1: i can do it i have actually yeah, right. in, in my i got to move it over there in my living room right now i have sixteen thousand burger 108s and i have eighty thousand really? uh, cci 450 primers sitting over in the corner
0: nice so. nice 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 yeah, I would like to, I would like to, uh, I would like to go a, a little, uh, try some of the more light six millimeters. Yeah. You know, just to and see you know just how fast i can get it going um i know everybody well oh, they're gonna burn out your barrel yeah i know nah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we <laughs> I, know. I know i know but yeah man well congratulations on yeah, that man that's good to you- hear that's good to hear we this is the first time hearing of it i thought we would have talked about that a little bit offline but i'm proud of you Not happy uh, for you that's that's
1: why i've been just kind of scarce is uh I'm, I'm working nights and then during the day i'm trying to coordinate uh, a lot of moving parts right now um with, right. uh, basically it one company, I want to say one company, but it's, you know how it goes, you got one parent company and then you're working on different things. So, um, right. yeah. So like I said, I hadn't, hadn't had much time to talk to anybody and then just been uh, really, uh, uh, focused in on that. It's a lot more, uh, a lot more moving parts than a lot of people realize.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Believe me. I know rifles only end a distillery and that's, oh, that's all man. I can take. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> I mean, It's that's just all I can take.
1: Yeah. So we'll talk more about it, though. I'll have uh, more info in the coming weeks. Well, cool. Let's make sure
0: that if you got any breaking news and stuff, let's do it right here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Man, that's that's really good to hear. That's really good to hear. And again, um, did, you, did you have anything else? No,
1: nope, just thanks to everybody. Uh, Zero Compromise Optic, Voodoo Gunworks, uh, WeBad. I love those guys. I actually uh, have their new belt and their new backpack. They are awesome. Uh, very lightweight belt check that out leopold obviously uh you know we talked about vortex uh, uh, pretty much um yeah anything that we talk about we use by the way guys so um, i'm not gonna mm-hmm. I, I don't ever uh recommend something that either i use it or i have used it or or something but uh so yeah anything you you hear from us is good to go but yeah uh again uh thanks for everybody that helps us out Trigicon, big time sending stuff down here
0: yep yeah for sure for sure and don't forget raw registration is open so go and get registered for the brawl. We're gonna have a good time. Awesome.
1: Uh, so I guess we're gonna start up some music. I forgot to turn on. Get some,
0: oh, I wanted to compliment you on the music in the beginning too. I like that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, i uh, I'm gonna add some new stuff in there. But yeah, this one's kind of, this one's nice.
0: It is. It is. It was. I liked it. <laughs> All right, Dave. Good talking to you, Dave. We'll talk soon. All righty. <laughs>